Hey everyone, I just want to let you know that this is our first time doing a online live recording and if the audio is a little bit delayed on some parts, please understand, just do your best to listen. Um, it's our first time doing it and uh, yeah, we weren't sure of what was going to happen. Um, there's a little bit of a delay and I hope that it's not that big of a deal. But uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Uh, Liam was a very good guest for the first time ever doing a podcast and I think that this was a very successful episode. So yeah, just uh, let me know what you think. And we'll uh, touch back soon. Hey, everybody. Uh, Con here. Welcome back to the third episode of 222Cast. Uh, today, I'm joined by Liam. Uh, today, we are going to be looking over the uh, off season and everything that's going to happen in the regular season and make some predictions. Uh, disappointing team, surprising teams, award prediction, uh, season predictions. We'll go through the seating. Uh, everything. So I think that we are going to start with disappointing teams. And I think that that starts with you. So what do you got for us? All right. First of all, thank you for having me. And um, I have the Packers. Marty Bell hasn't been that all impressive in his career. And Green Bay isn't exactly the place to develop quarterbacks for that. They still have some holes in the secondary. And uh, their front seven isn't that good, especially Agreed. on the outside. Uh, I definitely agree with that one. And my choice is the Jets. They just came off of a Super Bowl W. But the thing is, is that there's a curse. And I don't think that that's going to stop them from being awful this year. They're going to finish 7-9, and nine, maybe maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs. It's not going to happen. I think Tua has an off year. I think that Daniel Lopez has a down year. I think that... It's a new division, and I think the Patriots are the team to beat. Now, kicking it off with surprising teams, we have – personally, I have the Rams, and here's why. They just had an insane free agency. They signed Derwin White. They made some great trades. They had a good draft. And now Clay, who's the new owner, will take the team and hopefully – take them to at least a wild card spot. And that's what I predict. So for um, my team, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I think they're an interesting team this year. They didn't do much in the off season, but uh, Baker is a great veteran leader. He's got some weapons and uh, they have a pretty decent secondary. CJ Henderson, the great uh, quarterstone piece. And they also have uh, Josh Allen and Quentin Williams on the defensive line. So I think they can make a run, possibly win the AFC South. But uh, there's a lot of top dogs in the AFC, so we'll see. But I think they can win their division and be a sleeper. Agreed. Uh, so as you move in, we have our award predictions. And I'm going to start this off straight up with MVP. I'm sure you'll agree. He has great offense. He has great weapons around him. Tyree Kill has not slowed down once in his career. Terry McLaurin, still a monster. Joe Mixon will help in the receiving game, and he'll take some touches, but I don't think that'll matter. Even David Njoku is still good enough to help Patrick Mahomes make a case for MVP. Uh, as far as defensive player of the year, I've got Derwin White. I think that he finally has that like top cornerback league year um last year he did really well as i think i think he led his team in tackles for the fourth year running and now he's on a different team he has a different scheme 
He has Clay as his head coach. I think that he easily leads the league in interceptions, has top five in pass deflections, and has a lot of tackles as per usual. Uh, if we move into offensive player of the year, I think that Juju Leonard will take the cake. He's 6'5". He has a 4'3", He's amazing athleticism, amazing verticality, amazing physicality, and I just don't think anyone can stop that, especially veteran quarterbacks. I don't think that anyone big enough will stop him unless you're a 6'4 safety. It's going to be very tough to, to beat him in a one-on-one. Now, for Defensive Rookie of the Year, I think I have Javon Miller. Javon Miller's very, very good, athletic, great tackling, great speed, very good man coverage, very good zone coverage. I just don't think that right now the rest of the defensive rookies are still developing and still growing, but Javon Miller's most NFL-ready rookie on the defense this year. Now, kicking it back to you, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Um, So starting off with MVP, um, I really liked your pick, and uh, I for sure agree with it. I got Patrick Mahomes. Um, He's one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and uh, he is in the best possible situation you can be in with this team, and he's really at his peak. So I have Patrick Mahomes at MVP. And for Defensive Player of the Year, um, he's gone a bit under the radar lately, but uh, ever since day one, he's been a staple with the 49ers and their success and their success on defense. And that's Fred Warner. Uh, he's one of the best linebackers in the league. In my opinion, he's the best. And he's made such a big impact on that defense. And um, that's really a big reason why they've been so good consistently throughout these years. And the year, I have a USC Heisman winner, Malik Smith who went number one overall to the Browns. I think he's one of the most pro-ready players in this league, and he is getting a pretty decent supporting cast in Cleveland, and I think he should be really good year one. And for Defensive Rookie of the Year, I have the sixth overall pick in the draft, Zedarius Thornburg. Um, He's coming into a fairly decent situation with the Saints, but uh, when you look at their defense, especially their front seven and their defensive line, there's a bunch of not high-potential players exactly, they're not bad, but um, when you look at Thornburg, he's a boomer bust player. Um, there's not a lot of competition for exactly stats on that defense, so I think he could rack up a lot of great numbers, and he has sky-high potential, and he should win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Well, I could definitely agree with that one. Um, as we move forward, we have the season predictions, but before we get into that, fuck you know what, there might not be nothing to get into. So we'll just move right on. Uh, for season predictions, we have starting off with the NFC, seed number eight, so the first team to miss the playoffs. And I will kick us off with the Seattle Seahawks. You know, they have – I think that they have a pretty solid season. They missed the playoffs due to a competitive division and the Sims screwing them over. But I also think that uh, Darnell James will have a Offensive Player of the Year type year. And I just I think that they're simply just very good, but the rest of the NFC is just better, and the sim screws them over as the season goes on. Yeah, I could definitely agree with what you're saying. I think prove it's a tough NFC for me. I have the Carolina Panthers. They're not quite at that playoff level yet, but they aren't looking too bad in the rearview mirror. They traded for Amari Cooper. He's a great red zone threat for their young quarterback Jet Casey. 
But uh, for them to make a run at the playoffs, uh, Casey will really have to play his prime best football. And um, it's 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 a tough division. You got the Saints in there with Deshaun Watson, so there's some competition. Um, they'll they'll just barely miss it. So that that's my thing. Right now at number seven in the NFC, I've got the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I think that they have some amazing weapons. Uh, Cortland Sutton and C.D. Lamb, top one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. Duran White signing is huge. I think that he's the main reason that they make the playoffs. Uh, Jalen Dubs has been a talented player, but he's he's been on such a shitty roster that I don't I don't think that he's been noticed as much and progressed as much as he should. Uh, Kenneth Murray is also amazing. He's been a little bit under the radar since he left the Chargers, but I think that this year he'll he'll have more of a noticeable year. What about you? Yeah, for sure. The Rams are definitely a very interesting team going into this year. Uh, I have the New Orleans Saints. I think they only go as far as Deshaun Watson takes them. Uh, I don't think they have... Too high of a ceiling, but the floor isn't too low because of Watson. He's a really great quarterback in this league. The defense hasn't looked good as in years past when Zay had them, but it still has quite a bit of talent, like for Devin Bush, for example, great middle linebacker. So I have them I could definitely seven. agree with that one. And uh, as we move forward, we have the Buccaneers at number six. Uh, Javon Fields has been a little bit under the radars of recently, but I think that this year's is bounce back, especially with Folger and, you know, a young, young defense. It's a very young team. That's, that's the only thing that holds them back as of right now. Uh, Frank's junior, very solid middle linebacker. He's a little bit under progressed, but I think that that will change in the next couple of seasons. Folger's very good. He led, I believe he led the Bucks to a season, uh, playoffs last year. Um, I don't think that they necessarily deserve the playoffs this year, but Sim will push them into a playoff berth this season. All right, for sure, for sure. And for my sixth seed, I have the Seattle Seahawks. I think they are a huge sleeper. Um, Gerald really regrouped his team this offseason, including a new quarterback. Uh, Darnell James, I'm really big on him. I think he's very underrated. And um, you add that with David Bakhtiari, one of the best left tackles in the league, and you trade for Michael Thomas. So that gives you a nice set of players on offense. I think it could be really nice this year, and uh, that'll lead them to the promised land. The only issue I have with Seattle is that they they have a couple of holes which could hold them back, and the sim the sim doesn't like the sim doesn't like teams. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah, the sim the sim doesn't like teams like that. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Number five, I've got the Cowboys. For sure. And this is one of those teams that are very, very solid. But the only reason they do not win the division is because there's a team in the division that is just way better. And we'll get to that. Uh, I think that they have the best cornerback duo in the league and Trey White and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, topping off a very good secondary, they have Antoine Winfield. And I think that's just makes it the best secondary in football, no doubt. Uh, Wilson last season proved he was still unlimited. He had a great, great season for, what, 40 years old, 36 years old. Very solid season. And Zeke, Flight Reacts, and Diggs proved to make a deadly offensive trio, which will definitely help Wilson as they make the five seed. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I also have the Cowboys at the five seed. Uh, It was truly a power move to get 
Russell Wilson, one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league, but he won comeback player of the year last season, put up amazing numbers, and um, he's coming into an offense with Ezekiel Elliott, so that should be great. And um, with them having the best cornerback duo in this league, Jalen Ramsey, one of the best defensive players even in this league, and uh, they really fleeced the Bills last season to get Tredavious White at the deadline. Yeah, that was big. So, Cowboys at five for me. All right. So, uh, so moving to number four, I have something that you said. I think at the six, you said that they were not going to do as well. But I have the Saints. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Juju Smith-Schuster still got it, even though they're aging. They have a very good offensive line for former Super Bowl MVPs, Jay Charles. Uh, solid linebacker core led by Devin Bush. It's a little bit top-heavy, but I think that it's – it's still good enough to win games and a very good safety duo led by uh, Chansey Gardner Johnson and Marcus Williams. So I think that they definitely could win the division. Uh, the Bucks have a very solid chance too, but I just, I just think that through the SIM, the saints pull it out. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. Very top heavy, but um, the team that I do have at the four is actually on the other side of the division. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I think Todd Folger is probably the breakout quarterback that we see this season, just like Thornburg was last year. I think he takes the next step and leads this team to a division title. And uh, Matt made some great additions. Um, this is first year at the new team. Um, but the only thing I really see holding this team back is Gennary. Um I think that's what holds him back from being possibly true contenders with some of the top teams like San Francisco and New York. But uh, right. I think they can make a run. Right. So as you move into the number three, I've got the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think the main reason that they're this high is because they did not trade Tremont Casey to the Dolphins. I think that that's the, the trade that keeps them from a three seed and a seven seed. Uh, he's very talented. Uh, DJ Moore, Royster, Michael Pittman Jr. and ETN make this offense absolutely electric. And the secondary is the only issue I have with this team. Outside of Javon Holland, it's very, very inexperienced. I'd still say they're talented and very young, so they will develop. But just the experience is not there, and that's one of the reasons that's holding them back from moving up to the two or the one seat this year. Yeah, and I totally agree when you said um, it was great that they are still keeping Casey. Um, I think they're too good of a team to just start over with a rookie quarterback like Jalen Jackson. Um, so I got them also at my three seed, San Francisco. Um, they're consistently winners of the division, and this season I don't think will be any outlier. Uh, Casey is back slinging it to DJ Moore and also a backfield threat with uh, Travis Etienne. Mm -hmm. And um, Fred Warner, I'm expecting a great season for him. So a great, well-rounded team, a lot of star players, and uh, I got them at the three. Cool. So uh, as we move up, to the number two seed, I do have the Chicago Bears taking the number two. Uh, I think that after the Super Bowl curse hit them, uh, Caleb Ritchie was poised to have a bounce back here. Uh, they have great offensive weapons, and honestly, there isn't much else to say. The defense is not amazing, but it is enough to win games, and that's part of the reason why they're up in number two. All right. For sure, sure. They're a great team. Uh, but at number two for me, I think a little bit of a step down, the New York Giants. Uh, they're last year's NFC champs, but they're still looking strong. Tyner, Barkley, and Miller, monster tree. With Kyle Pitts. Also, uh, stacked defense. With 
and the Giants could easily dominate the NFC. I just have a team higher than them, so I got them at the two. Yeah, that's fair enough, and uh, I definitely agree, but I have the Giants in the number one seed, obviously. They have a great yeah, offense, and I think that they bounce back from the Super Bowl loss. Uh, Justin Tyner Turner has is set to have another MVP caliber year. I think that he could arguably make a case to be better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, aside from the so Cowboys, that division is an absolute cakewalk. The Lions are rebuilding. The Washington football team is rebuilding. That's easy four wins. The Cowboys, they'll probably split with the Cowboys, and yeah, they'll win, they'll win the division by one game. That's that's my prediction right there. Yeah, I think the Cowboys can give them a run for their money. But uh, the team that I do have at one might come off as a bit of a surprise, but it is the Bears. Caleb Brickey is back, and uh, the Bears are just such a well-rounded team. And uh, there's no like true like top 25-ish player exactly outside of Ricky, but that defense um, has been some of the best defenses in the league for a couple years now, and it's just so balanced and well-rounded as a whole that it's one of the best. And uh, I think that will lead them to the one seed. Right. I agree. Um, so we finished off first eight seeds of the NFC. And I think that now is a good time to bump it down to the AFC side of things. And if you want to kick that off, we could get started. Yeah, for sure. So first off, uh, I got the Bengals at the eight seed, just barely missing out of the playoffs. Many expect them to be bad this year, but I think they're a moderate sleeper. If Joe Burrow can make, can return to form as a premier quarterback in this league, maybe they can come close to a playoff berth. I just don't see it because of their secondary. It's too lackluster, and uh, the offensive line is not the best, and that goes into Joe Burrow going back to form as a great quarterback. Right, and uh, I definitely agree with that, but I do think that the Bengals are just a little bit little bit young and a little bit yeah uh, but but the jets the jets are my a team they they have a very talented roster uh the super bowl curse will continue for them uh they missed they missed the playoffs on a slightly disappointing year from Tua and daniel lopez but i don't think that it's uh I don't think that they're necessarily a bad team. I just think that the curse the it's the the curse man it hasn't it hasn't failed one time yet so I think that yeah I think that that's... it's going to continue this time. And let's kick it to number seven. Yeah, well, I definitely agree. The curse um, shows no mercy at all. And for my number seven, squeaking into the playoffs, I have the Buffalo Bills. Thornburg just broke out as the offensive player of the year. The rest of the offense is okay. It's meh. But um, I love the potential that the defense has. I think that, along with great play from Thornburg yet again, will lead them to the seventh seed of the playoffs. And uh, I'm going to have to agree with you because I have the Bills at the exact same spot. I think that Thornburg has another offensive player of the year, MVP caliber season. Um, The addition of Chase Young will bring a top pass rusher into Buffalo and maybe even boost them up into a six or five seed. But as well as that, they also had an amazing rookie class bringing in two young safeties, and they also signed a third who will move down to cornerback which definitely helps boost their their defense just a little bit more from the loss of Trey Flowers in the previous season. Yeah, I de- definitely agree. Thornburg's definitely rising the rankings of quarterbacks. Definitely won the premier one to this league currently. And at my sixth seed, I got the Los Angeles Chargers. 
I think it's the revival of Herbert. I think it's finally time they finally get back into the playoff hunt, into the playoff playoffs entirely. Um, they, Herbert has a solid balanced out supporting cast, and of course they did re-sign Tyson Archer season. I'm expecting a big season from him. He was one of my defensive player of the year candidates. I just think it's harder for a defensive tackle to win. So I think the Chargers are a great built team, and I think Herbert has a great possibly comeback of the year season and becomes one of the best quarterbacks again, and they take the, the sixth spot for me. All right. That's definitely an interesting choice. Uh, I think that the Chargers are the fourth best team in the division, and that's why I have the Los, An- Las Vegas Raiders uh, taking the sixth seed. Uh, Shakir Parker has progressed insanely due to, a, I think, a plus five they got from gambling, something like that. So he's now a 92 overall. Oh, yeah. uh, but the key is the key is Josh Jacobs' health. Uh, he's the main workhorse on the yeah, team, and it's up to him definitely. to it's it's up to him to get you know the yards and the touchdowns and the big plays that they need, uh, as well as Jalen Dubs. He's young, but if he can step up, the rest and the rest of the Raiders can step up. I think the offense will do enough to grab them a playoff berth just above the Bills at number six. Yeah, personally, I'm not too much of a fan of Jalen Dubs, but I think he deserves a better chance. So uh, we'll have to see. We'll definitely have to see. My number five team is the Denver Broncos, and I love this team. I just think that there's another team in the division that could possibly take the AFC, which is the reason why the Denver Broncos are not winning their division, but the top team that doesn't, so they are at the five seed. Um, Marquise Davidson, the rookie of the year, um, I think he's primed to break out. And uh, the thing that really sticks out with this team is that front seven. It's just loaded. It is stacked. They re-sign Maximus 2-2-2, and uh, it is going to be unstoppable. It's going to be so fun to watch and see how it plays out. And uh, so I got the Broncos at five. All right. I uh, could definitely agree with that, but I'm going with the Chiefs number five. Interesting. They have a phenomenal they, they have a phenomenal offense. The only reason they do not get the one seed is because another team will hold the di- tiebreaker in the division. Uh, J- Jari Alexander and Chris Jones lead a regressing defense, and the addition of Max Boger and Jerome Baker definitely help out, which will lead them to the second best record in the AFC behind their division rivals in Colorado. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Boger, um, he won't be playing week one. He's out with an injury, so uh, we'll definitely have to see he's with his new team. Yeah. At the number course, four, yeah. winning their division, like I said before, sleeper team, Jacksonville Jaguars, um, Baker Mayfield. Interesting. I like him as a old veteran QB, kind of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick-like guy with um, the Dolphins and the Jets, some of those teams um, years back. <laughs> This secondary led by C.J. Henderson. I like it. The defense, some great pieces like Josh Allen, Quinnen Williams. Uh, I think they could take their division. Well, I'm going to their division rivals here. Number four, I've got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Quinton Hunt is set to have a breakout year, 91 overall. I think that Trey Prince is coming into his own to lead this defense. And Asante Williams and Sean Wade will prove to be one of the top cornerback duos in the league. And that's just I, – I just don't think that this team is that bad. I think that on paper they look like they might have a couple of holes, but the way that Quinton Hunt has played in previous years, I think that he'll definitely have one of those MVP Offensive Player of the Year caliber seasons. Yeah. For me, I'm not huge on the Colts. I don't think 
Quinn Hunt can consistently win games, and you last year shit wrecked in the wild card. But uh, at my number three, yeah, I got the Baltimore Ravens. They dominated last year. Um, should see pretty much be the same this year. I mean, great all around team. Trevor Lawrence will win you lots of games, and uh, and Ronnie Stanley, one of the best left tackles, an absolute wall for the blind side. Ravens at three. All right. Uh, this is going to piss some people sure off. And, uh, oh, the number three for me is a little bit of a bold take, but I have the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Damn. taking it. And listen, Coach Gary's fixing teams left, right, and center. He fixed the Rams. He got them to 8-8. Eight eight, but now he has the Steelers, who are slightly better. And they lost Derwin White in the offseason, but I don't think that stops them. The defense is a massive concern. But like I said, I don't think that the AFC conference is as good as it once was due to the teams regressing and the teams getting slightly older. But Akeem Burgess, Devontae Smith, and Jake Davis could prove to be an amazing trio. And I just think that the Sim will push them up into a three seed, even if they don't necessarily deserve it. But we'll see. Definitely an interesting take. I don't personally have them in the playoffs. I like their offense, but I'm just not too convinced on the defense, especially losing Derwin White. That was huge. A huge blow to their secondary. Of course, yeah, of course. And uh, but for my number two, I got the New England Patriots. Did what they needed to do in the offseason. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, he won the MVP. Um, he's been really the um, centerpiece of their offense, and he's got some targets: Kai Fitzgerald, Fontes, Prince Jordan, both thousand-yard-ish receivers slash tight ends, and um, really the main thing for them was getting Tyron Matthew and Daniel Hunter onto this defense. Huge additions. Um, they haven't had a great defense in a while, so the fact that they have that now really sets them up as contenders. This, Yeah. I, I definitely could agree with that one. But uh, my number two seed is definitely going to piss more people off. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure. This, one, this one's interesting because I do have the Miami Dolphins winning the division. Oh, my. And you know what it is? Corn just has such a fat ass that it just it makes it impossible for him. And I'm just fucking with you. But the New England Patriots are winning the division. Lamar Jackson is keeping his MVP form. He's not going to slow down. Patrick Mahomes and uh, Justin Tyner will have a slightly better season. But I still think that Lamar Jackson will have a very phenomenal season and definitely be up there in the votes. Uh, Bruce Wells, Neil Hunter, and Josh Allen round out a top pass rush and D-line. Uh, the secondary and linebackers holding them back slightly from competing legitimately, but good enough to grab the second seed in a slightly regressed AFC conference. So I, I just think that they're they're definitely a top contender this year, even though their roster definitely does not look like it's top. I think that I think that it still is pretty damn good, and they will make the two seed. I don't know, man. Corn could Corn could fuck around and win maybe five six games, five six games. Trey Lance. <laughs> He might win three yeah, instead of two this maybe. year. That's. <laughs> but I'm my number uh, one. Can't wait. I think this Dolphins. is clear cut for okay. me. I think they easily take it. The Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, just the entire team is great. Max Bozier, Chris Jones. Okay. That's going to be dangerous. And Jair Alexander, though he may be regressing, he's still one of the best corners in this league. He's going to be shut down. And um, they've constantly won. Yeah, so uh, I don't expect any change. I think Mahomes' MVP-like season yeah. carries them to an easy one seed. So, Chiefs are my one. Okay. Uh, for my number one seed in the AFC, I've got the Denver Broncos. Uh, 
they have one of the best linebacker cores I've ever seen, paired up with a solid secondary led by Yeshua Sanders. And honestly, the O-line isn't great, but it's serviceable. Uh, I could compare this team to the 2013 Seattle Seahawks with a very young quarterback, but a very, very good defense that will help lead the team. Marquise Davison will have a breakout year. It won't be anything offensive player of the year MVP, but he will have one of the top season, one of the top QB years that will definitely propel this team into the number one seat. I think that Ruggs and Judy will help. They will round out the best wide receiver core in the league. And this is one of those teams that are very good. And they are the number one seed because they did beat out the number five chiefs. I have the Denver Broncos finishing at 13 and three and the chiefs finishing at the second best AFC record at 12 and four, just not, not making the the top four seeds because obviously those are division winners and the Chiefs did not win the division, so that that's rounding up my top top eight for the AFC. Yeah, I definitely think you got some interesting takes. The one thing for me with the Broncos is uh, Davidson. If he can take the next step, then the Broncos right. are automatic Super Bowl contenders. Um, I oh, just obviously. think Mahomes is yeah. way more. Obviously. Well, you, we know Mahomes is going to be one of the quarterbacks. Davidson, I still, I'm still need to see more to be convinced, but I think the Broncos and the Chiefs, it's right. going to be a dogfight for the so, division uh, and possibly. So yeah, I think season. that definitely like these are pretty good predictions from both of us. I think that it could go either way. Um, I think that some of my takes yeah. were a little bit hot, and some of yours were definitely. I think yours were definitely a little bit hot too, but. Obviously, everyone's going to have their own opinion. So people listening to this, don't fucking flame us. We're on 30 minutes. Holy shit. (laughs) So uh, I think that we're uh, called quits here. Of course, man. Uh, Yeah. So I think that the next podcast, everyone will be after maybe week two or three. We'll we'll go over some of the teams, maybe bring on Liam again, maybe bring on another guest. We we're not I'm not entirely sure We're, we're working with it. And, uh, yeah, so thanks, Liam, for coming on, of course. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the, uh, the next podcast, hopefully. So, yeah.